0: Thanks to all the dedicated and hard-working students. I am Ayushi Bhargava, Faculty of Sociology at SRN International School, situated in Jagatpura, Jaipur. Students, today I will be talking about Patterns of Social Inequality and Exclusion from Grade 12. Reference has been taken from NCRT. In the last podcast, we were talking about Adivasi struggle during colonial rule. Let's continue from there. Others went to nearby cities and towns and became labourers working for wages. Thus the tribals revolted and protested which led the British to reserve areas known as exclusive areas or partially exclusive areas. The non-tribals were not allowed to enter the area but this was not implemented properly since the weaker sections were sidelined. After independence, the conditions changed. Development continued to take place so the tribals suffered. Roads, railways, tracks had to be made and timber had to be used. Hydroelectric projects like dams using recreational purposes and the culture of the tribals get clouded. This displayed the tribal and their livelihood was taken away. The tribals began revolts, rebellions, protests due to exploitation and discrimination. The Adivasi or the tribal movement came across and three states were formed. Jharkhand, Uttarakhand and Chhattisgarh. Now, talking of women's structure for equality and rights. Women were considered to be physically and biologically weaker but they were not socially or economically weak. This was due to the patriarchal society or the mindset of the people. Different social reformers worked for the upliftment of the women in the society. The male reformers wanted to make changes in the society for women and Dalits. Let's talk of famous social reformers that worked for their upliftment. Talking of Raja Ram Mohan Roy, in 1829, he caused the abolition of Satipratha under the Governor General William Bent. Later, he started Brahma Samaj for the upliftment of the status of women by giving the girl-child education. He wanted child marriage to end and wanted to encourage widow remarriage. Dayanand Saraswati. He started the Arya Samaj to educate the girl child. Upliftment of women both socially and economically was one of his aims. Abolishment of child marriage encouraged widow remarriage. He was against the study of Western education and he wanted women to study the Vedas and learn about housekeeping as they would ultimately become house workers. This social work was done by the RS Amaraj. M.G. Renade He was a Hindu Brahmin and was shocked by the way women were treated. He wrote two books and appealed to the people by saying that even in the Vedas, it was not mentioned to treat them badly or they should not get married again. Talking of Jyoti Rao Fule, he was a Dalit and started the association called Satya Shodak Samaj, Truth Seeking Society. Focused on status of Dalits and women and was the first Indian to start a college for women in Pura. Sayyid Ahmad Khan, he was a well-educated Muslim and he wanted the Muslim women to be educated as they were suppressed due to the Purda system but they should learn about housekeeping as they will become houseworkers Ishwar Chandra Vidya Sagar He concentrated on widow remarriages. He opposed the way widows were treated. He encouraged men to marry the widows and arrange community marriages. He did this to give respect to the women and for the upliftment of the women in the society. Talking of women reformers after men reformers, first talking of Tarabai Shinde. Tarabai Shinde wrote a book called Stri Purush Tulna in 1882 which spoke about how men treated women. She was suppressed. Women race were given a very low status. Women were ill-treated like slaves. There was prevalence of polygamy so men would marry women. She felt that women were degraded and so she wrote the book to spread awareness about the importance of women. Talking of Begum Rokia Sakhavat Hussain, she wrote an interesting short story, Sultana's Dream, in 1915, where there was role reversal, men and women, magical worlds, set up. The man usually worked, stayed there and cooked and did all the household work and women would work, jobs, go in market. In reality, it was very rural for a man to do household work. Men should help women and lead them go out sometimes. Now, talking of the provisions for women position, status of women. During the 19th century, there were very few associations which fought for women. After independence, many women associations came up for the upliftment of women. Few provisions were suggested and later was included in the constitution. Talking about few of them, everyone is equal in the eyes of law irrespective of their religion, caste, language and the sex they belong to. Women should be allowed to hold positions in society, in government jobs, not taking in account their caste or language. Universal, adult franchisee should be allowed to vote irrespective of their caste or religion, etc. All women have a right to vote, right to stand for any office or to take up any job. Students, I hope you must have got an idea about the status of women. You can listen to the podcast attentively. Stay blessed students. Thank you.